0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Safina Society podcast, everyone. Right. So we got, akbar. We got uh, Hamza and and uh, Bilal joining us today. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so, so, I think we're talking today about something positive, unlike our usual tirades. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so you think. <laughs> 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 positive, as in, uh, you know, where. So. Recently, Dr. Shadi, because I'm not on Facebook, I haven't read the article you shared, but I've been told about an article you shared Okay. that uh, recently the sentiment for Islam in America, because of Trump, has actually led to people seeing a lot of positives yeah. in, in in Muslims rather mm-hmm. than the general negativity. What yeah. do you guys use it? Hold what up. is that? Hold, up. Hold on. The whole this room is all, rubbing this whole their
1: room beard. is like
2: rubbing oh, their oh, beard.
1: All the mics are picking up like the People beard. rubbing <laughs> their beard? <laughs> <laughs> it's my elegant beard, bro.
2: By the way, this stuff is so great. Yeah. Let me try it. Beard bomb, rum, a barba. Let me try let some I, of that. This beard got to be more than three inches, you know, in order for you to try. Oh, Subhanallah. I ran out of mine, right? Like I went through it and... Somebody picked me up some, uh, some like, Amish beard stuff I have yeah, it from it. I have is that it. good and or what? I mean, it's all right. It does the job, sort of, but it's nothing like
3: that. That's this. made for their hair texture. I guess. Which is different. It's, well, I'm, of dramatic. course, there are white Muslims. Yo, this course, is
2: awesome. But, uh... No, but this no, this stuff is much better, by <laughs> yeah. the way. It's just better quality. It smells better. Yeah, it, sm- it smells um, great. It smells um, like smells Andy's grape. candies. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Andy's candies. No, <laughs> it smells good. So, shout, shout, shout out to, uh, what's the brother's name? Elegance Beard. This is, uh, uh, I
3: don't know the Yo, so, yeah,
1: this guy brilliant. got like a plug like five times in our so podcast.
2: Well, he he this wasn't a purposeful it. plug. I think he just brought. Yeah, it we over. just had it here,
3: and also it doubles as chapstick.
2: Sheikh, yeah, that's right. You can use it on your. Yeah. Sheikh had it out. Sheikh had it yeah. out, and I just grabbed it without asking. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Because you know, I've known I've known Dr. while. This forever. is Jawad. Is Jawad, that his name, Jawad? Jawad. Yeah, yeah Jawad. Mashallah
3: His his in laws live in Philly, so that's why he's over at NBC. Like ah. every couple months. I have, I have, a I have, a, oh, I
2: still have the the oil. I love the oil. He's it. actually it, used it on my hair too. Oh, good.
3: He's right. actually real French, not a Quebec French. He like, moved to Quebec, but he's actually a real French. Interesting. Like so how did he France. get
2: Joed? He, uh, he, he converted.
3: Um, it, uh, it was probably some J with all sorts of letters that are not pronounced in French. Yeah, and then uh, like <laughs> 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 the nearest uh, Muslim name to with a J. MashaAllah. But uh, somehow he ended up with a job in Quebec. I don't know when he became Muslim before, or after, but he ended up with a job in Quebec and married there. Um, and uh, the uh, father-in-laws in Philly, mashaAllah. So,
0: well, so what were we talking
2: about
3: before? We are talking today. <laughs>
2: we're not restarting again.
3: So this, so this is what happened. What happened was that I'm sitting there thinking that something weird just is is happening, and there are some high schoolers, right? College kids, married folk, right? and uh, middle-aged adults, basically. And I noticed they all came to the masjid like, in the same period of one or two weeks. And some, at some point you get suspicious, right? right? You get suspicious. It's like, why is there um, perfectly comfortable middle, uh, middle-aged suburban types of people and high schoolers right, coming to the masjid to learn, right? And then not only that, They keep coming to the classes and take notes. They're taking notes like as if they're Muslims, right? And of course, not to say as if they're Muslim, I'm saying that they're not Muslim, right? (laughs) Taking in a Muslim class. In a Muslim class coming in. And I'm telling you, their demeanor over time has become that they just are so enjoying the company of the people. It's because you realize that not a lot of people have a lot of company. Right. Right. I don't want to say people don't have friends because that makes them look bad. But I'm saying it's a reality that people don't always have company. People definitely don't have Muslim-type
2: companionship. Yeah, the the type Muslims compa- are on a different level of intimacy uh-huh. and uh, you know real, like real caring for one mm-hmm. another, even if you hardly know one another.
3: Yeah, uh, and uh, go on,
0: wait. If you notice, actually, American society in general, most people, right? They don't have a sense of community. Or belonging, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like I I talk to people at work, whatever. Like, So it's like, I have a big family. And Mm -hmm. we'll, like, every other weekend, when you go to the masjid, it's like, oh, you know, I had dinner with, like, 50 people, Mm -hmm. 100 people. Like, this is, when you say this to people, you know, I'll go to work, people like, freak out. They're, like, oh, my God. You, like, you know, you had, like, 50 people at your house. It's like, oh, this is very common. Yeah for you know and especially for muslims like that community bond mm-hmm. is very common and i think that's very attractive for a lot of people
3: this this the, it's unheard of for a lot of people yeah. to have this on a regular basis and i'm telling you just from the socialization i think some of them almost became addicted and they keep coming and i thought to myself i was very not, i don't want to say suspicious but wondering what some of this doesn't add up why is this person coming so Time after time, though, we started, to realize, we started to realize that they had a distant uh, relative who was a Muslim from a long time ago, like a cultural mo- Muslim that had nothing except the name hmm. Islam. <laughs> and their family now, that's the only link. And so now Islam is constantly in the news. Now, it's a mistake for us to think that everyone's an intellectual. Mm-hmm. In the respect, not that everyone, not that people are dumb.
2: But it's a mistake, there's
3: a big difference. It's a mistake to think that everyone's going to study the words that they hear in the news. Right, Right, that's true. So if I keep hearing news about vaccine, right, and I happen not to care, just because of my background in academia, I'm going to look up the issue, because I don't like to hear something that I don't understand. Not everyone's like that. So what I realize is that a lot of people are just hearing the word Islam and Muslims without giving it a second thought, But this is embedding in their mind. So when it's time for them to look something up, like I need some meaning in life or I'm curious, right? They actually come around to different sources, right? They don't look up, for example, they might not look up Islam and some hot button issue, right? Like um, Muslims and terror. They might not look up ISIS. They might look up local mosque. Right. Yeah. Because he's heard Muslims so much. This is my theory going on, right? And it's confirmed by a number of things and Hamza has also done some research that he's going to share with us.
0: In addition to that, and is the idea that a lot of people before when they used to search about Islam like pre-9/11, mm-hmm. right? All you would find was the hater groups online, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like all you found was like some some negative thing about Islam. Now, people are so what do you call it uh, used to hearing negative yeah. That that their first reaction is not all of it can be negative. Let yeah. me look up the positive. Common
3: sense, It's right?
0: yeah. so common sense pushes them to look up. Oh, let me see what's right about this mm-hmm. because all I look up is all I hear is negative. Not everything can be wrong. People, there's millions of people believing in
3: this, yeah. right? So that's another that's another point. The other thing is that uh, fear and hate are actually physiologically not they're toxic for the body. Indeed, mm. fear and hate, right? Of course, fear of Allah is actually different. Fear of Allah empowers you. Right, but fear of uh, something that you hate, because fear Imam al-Ghazali tells us there's two types of fear, fear out of awe, which is fear of Allah, right? But fear out of hate, and you like you you fear the communism, you fear like the way they scared you of communists or yeah. in the past, or fear yeah. of nuclear war. This type of fear of getting cancer, this fear is crippling. It's bad for you, right? Hate is the same way. People eventually they get tired of hating and fearing. They want any way to stop hating and fearing. Because it's actually toxic to the body. Mm. These people came to the masjid and they're, um, it at you know, it looks like it's genuine and they're just, I guess you could say, even part of the community, right? Now some of them are brothers that come on Thursday. Some of them are are, are females that you might not know directly, but are women and younger girls, uh, high school, but. Um, I know there's stories in their backgrounds and I'm telling you that's why I'm thinking not everyone is going to look at this from an intellectual or secular angle and there's a whole group of people out there that are actually just totally um, a clean slate when it comes to Islam yeah. and they're open about it and some of them weren't even born for 9-11. They didn't witness it. It didn't form their opinion. right? That's true.
0: I never even yeah, thought about it. So what's your research Hamza?
1: Uh, I mean it's can, hold on,
0: talking to the yeah. mic. I don't think so.
1: Like one point that I have, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> one point that I have to make about that is I think it also depends a lot on where people get their news. Um, the Wall Street Journal they did this really cool article the other day. Um, after I think President Obama in one of his last speeches, um, he he made this point that that Americans they get their news from completely different sources. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so the, keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. So,
1: um, it, and like the Wall Street Journal did this, uh, little, this little program where basically they, they put two different news feeds side by side, right? Because most people consume their their news over social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and people with different political leanings got entirely different um, information on the same topics.
3: Uh, From the same browsers? Yeah, from the same browser because of what they had searched in the past.
1: What they had searched in the past, the kind of things that they like on Facebook and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, on, like on Islam, like if you're watching MSNBC versus if you're watching Fox News, you're gonna get a much different, um, like you're you're gonna feel much Total differently different about it, right? Totally different vibe. Totally different vibe. And like, um, so like, I was looking up these numbers. And there is uh, there is a positive change overall in people's perception of Islam, which I would argue is sort of hard to measure as well yeah. to begin with. Obviously, but, they,
3: they didn't get it right with the polls.
1: So how do they, how do they like yeah, measure uh, that? Object-
0: can you measure that in an objective fashion? I
1: don't think you can objectively measure it with a representative sample. Right, um, like, but is
0: there like something? Obviously, not, you can't objectively measure. Yeah, so measure so it, like so, some
2: yeah, some so sort, I they, mean, even even if you use a standard end of like what is it, a thousand on a poll, right? Yeah. And consistently, you've been getting like sixty-eight percent negative, and then you get six, consistently, you start getting fifty-five. Yeah. It's an improvement, and it's measurable. I would argue. Yeah, but like they're supposed to be random. Yeah, but, but
1: like American society is, is so like com- car- compartmentalized too. Like the coasts are completely different from like middle America. Yeah, yeah of course. You know what I mean? So Fly, like flyover country, they call it. flyover countries. <clears throat> yeah, yep. Um So like the the poll, it there was a big difference in Democrats versus Republicans. Um, so uh, from they did a they did a survey from between November 2015 to October 2016. Uh, they asked people about their favorability of Islam and favorability of Muslims. So among Republicans, the favorability of Muslims went up 41% to 57%. So this is of Muslim people, mm. right? Of Islam as an ideology, it was went from 26% p- to 29%. So only 29% people had a favorable opinion of Islam as an ideology. Among mm. Democrats, it was already 67% mm. for Muslim people. And w- and it went up to 81 right? Wow. And for Islam, as an ideology, it went from 51 to 66.
0: Wow.
3: And that, that's, actually, that's actually
0: quite, that's, like, thing, that's bigger than what I expected.
3: And, and here's the thing. When you push something out there, you're going to get a huge <laughs> negative reaction, right? But that is the cost of getting some positives. And in Islam, though, what you notice, though, once people have a positive view of Islam, uh, I, I want to say the bulk of the time it doesn't change it's hard to turn it's very hard to it's, islam is very sticky right mm-hmm. the way i like to put it it's very sticky because you make a lot of friends you have a lot of things that you do it's very hard to to erase those memories right mm-hmm. and it's it's a diverse group right so it's very hard to end up having bad experiences with all your muslim friends you're going to keep some muslim friends right so uh, it's a very sticky thing that people once they come into positive contact with, it's very hard to remove it. If you go look at the uh, Muslims from the uh, uh, Caucasus, not the Caucasus, the Balkans, mm-hmm. Balkan Muslims, they are so strong in their Islamic identity. But that's nothing. That's it. There's nothing else. There's no Salah. There's alcohol. There's there's literally nothing else. But the Balkan people were fought for their Islam, and as a result, they actually. <clears throat> Are very serious about their Islamic identity, right. right? Which is something very interesting. So that even the least practicing Muslim, he's going to have some, you know, some link, and that's the cost. The cost of that is that you have a ton of haters, right? But here's the thing: it's very hard to transmit the hate in the presence of other Muslims. It's that's easy. Right. It's easier to transmit the hate in Europe when there are no Muslims in the Middle Ages. That's easy to transmit that hate. It's textual hate. It's not even real hate. But when you have real hate, but you actually have real Muslims too, it's very hard to transmit the negative attitude. Mm. Yeah. You know? I, I, I would say as well
2: that what, one of the things that happens um, in a society like America, for instance, is when you see what looks like an increase in activity, anti-Muslim activity, anti-Muslim public discourse, it's not actual an increase in uh, numbers of people disliking Muslims or having a mm-hmm. negative attitude. It's just a discu- an increase in people feeling the ability to be vocal about it, right? Yeah. And that's because of a poli- changing political climate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that aside, I, I think we're we're still on the upswing. Yeah. Um, the thing that bothers me most about this is the Muslims who just don't get that. Yeah. They think that if people are saying things um, more vocally and more openly now, that that means that we're we're all doomed.
3: Yeah. Right. And I think it's a mind game. It's, I think it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like the same way that they push that there's an mm-hmm. agenda to to stigmatize and demonize Muslims. And some groups pick up on that And feel like now they can voice their long-held opinions mm-hmm. Not new ones In the same way, part of the agenda is to make Muslims feel unwelcome yeah. And to make Muslims feel like, man, I can't make it out here mm-hmm. And man, I better change up yeah. And none of that works yeah. Or and it shouldn't work
0: And that's why, like, I mean, we say it all the time, right? Just being purely, authentically Muslim people like that actually as mm-hmm. a matter of fact you we don't need it. to change like yeah. who you are what you believe in mm-hmm. like i know you see a lot of people today is we talk about it, it was uh, you know and we were, alex and i were just discussing it you know there was the principle of ma'lum min ad-din bid-darura right mm-hmm. that there were rudi knowledge there, there's the daruri knowledge of the deen that people are now becoming very lax about mm-hmm. in an attempt to fit in fit in almost right yeah. When this isn't really even necessary, people like us as we are, yeah. And they actually they they mm-hmm. they enjoy the people that like Islam. They like all of it, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people where they're just not gonna get it, right? Who was yeah.
2: saying something last week? Uh, they were saying that some, it was part, somebody in this group was saying that they that there was some guy that was Muslim, but he was like you know still involved in whatever he was involved in before Islam, and that some one of his other friends was calling him out, or somebody else was calling him out. I think it was uh, I think it was you we were talking about it. It was uh, Maybe his friend in it, Arizona or It was a Philly thing oh. And was calling him out like You ain't no real kind of mo-. Stop acting like you're Muslim yeah. <laughs> Oh, meek mill. <no. laughs> yeah. yeah, so stop acting <laughs> like you're Muslim oh, You're I'll still out it. there with yeah. girls yeah. You're still out there drinking You're in the club yeah. You're just claiming to oh, Like even non-Muslims will call you on actually starting to learn fic. On your fake Islam <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Haven't I told you, know you what what about
0: that story mm-hmm. Of the Jewish guy at work? Yeah So there was uh, at work um, There was a Muslim lady Right uh, She not very practicing or whatever, um, but there was a Jewish coworker of mine. He was talking about kosher meat one day, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you know, I went to a mosque, and you know, one, some of the women they were asking me where can we get like good kosher meat." Yeah. So he's, he was telling me about it, and then all of a sudden, this other lady from across the room, Muslim lady, right, non-practicing Muslim lady, she interrupts us and she's like, "Oh, but why were they asking about kosher meat? You could just eat anything, like, you know." Yeah. And he was like, "No, you can't." He's like, "You have." To. He, I didn't have to say anything. Swat. He was so this Jewish guy, Jewish guy a coworker. Yeah. He starts getting in. He's like, "He's like, no, you have to eat halal or you have to eat kosher." He's like, "Some Swat. some Muslims eat kosher." Yeah. So she was like, "Why?" And he was like, "He's like, I don't need to tell you why. You're a Muslim. You should know." That. <laughs> <laughs> and then she yeah. was like, "No, you can eat everything."
3: He's like, "You don't know what you're talking about. I know you can not eat." It. <laughs> and, 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 and you know the, the the it's all a mind game because you look out. You got people hating. You got the alt right types. You got the Muslim liberals who are pulling just uh, Islam at the seams, destroying Islam at the seams, and they're, to me, the biggest problem. Cultural Muslims. Cultural Muslims, right? That's what they call themselves. Yeah. And then you got the third group is that group that you have to force your mind to hone in on. And those are the few people, right, and maybe they're not as few as we think, who are actually open to listening. They don't have any of those Mm -hmm. uh, pre-whatevers in their baggage, uh, in their minds. And me having seen four of these types of individuals just in the past two weeks has totally almost like spun my head around because I'm like, in this era, in this climate, you got people who wanted to know something about Islam, googled local mosque and came here, not once, but now they're almost regulars. To, To me, it said, why would you waste your time being forced to look at what others want you to look at, why not just look at what you want to look at, right? Mm -hmm. Look at what's going to be a victory and a positive and a win for you, right? Which is focusing on these types of individuals, right? Mm -hmm. And giving them my attention is much more worthy than looking at all. Oh my gosh, what is Flynn saying? What is so-and-so saying? What is so-and-so saying? You know, and here's another thing about a lot of this negativity. It's only coming from a handful of people, Uh right? It's like Pamela Geller has been carrying the whole thing for the last decade in the tri-state area. That's one person, right? And she's got like three think tanks going on, right? And it's a handful of people creating all the negativity. And then, uh, uh, you know, nothing's forcing me to think about them. Uh, it's, It's a negative view to say to yourself, or even though it's true to say to yourself, yes, we're in the end of times, right? But that doesn't mean I have to look at the negative, right? That's true. I'm gonna force myself to look at the because it's a it's a mind game that Trump and these people they want to wear you down, mentally first before they get you physically.
2: They're trying. The, the game is to push people towards despair. Yeah, and that's one of the big sins,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? This is one of the sins that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in our religion; it's also unacceptable in uh, in Christianity. Despair is totally like there's the there's that scene in uh, in Hamlet, right? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. This is a good connection. So there's a there's a there's a scene in Hamlet where they're about to bury Ophelia, who because of all the crazy stuff that's going on, Hamlet killed her father Polonius and he's acting wild and he's supposed to he's her betr- or whatever. So she she just starts she just loses her mind because mm. she's so like overwhelmed and she ends up throwing herself in a stream and drowning. Right. Um and when she's about to be buried, yeah, this is actually a perfect example. When she's about to be buried, um they're going to bury her not in like the, the disbelievers cemetery, but also not in the consecrated area. Mm. It's like an in-between type cemetery. And her brother happens to be at the graveyard with her brother Laertes. He's there with Hamlet. It's that famous scene where Hamlet grabs the skull. Yorick, I knew you well. Yeah. How many times you bore me on your back? All that stuff, right? So they're, they're like hiding out behind the tombstone. And Laertes sees that he's about to perform this Christian ritual, but it's not in consecrated. So he jumps out and confronts the, the priest. And he says to him, Why are you doing it here? And the priest says, um, He says something like, Her death or the, how she died is doubtful. Mm. Right? Or she the cause of her Christian death is doubtful. Who committed suicide. Right. She so may have committed suicide. May have, okay. So they're going halfway with it, right? And he, and this is the part, this is why this is so providential that I, I remember this. He says to the priest, Vile priest, my sister will be an angel while you are how, whilst you're howling. So, uh, Meaning you're going to hell with wow. all your orthodoxy. <laughs> And she'll be an angel, even though she did yeah, something so possibly right. sinful. So a despair, it's it's so bad that it might have got you thrown out of it's like a wrong believing
3: wrong. cemetery in their time, right? Yeah, Lemiz is the same thing. Is uh, it? Javert, he is basically a Christian guy, and he's um, follows the letter of the law. And then um, the other uh, JVJ, John Valjean, John Valjean right? yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a criminal. Yeah, but then he makes Toba basically in right. their religion, right? Javert is upholding the law in France.
2: His stuff would have been high out anyway, right? Because he's starving and feeding his yeah. starving family. Oh yeah, he stole, he stole bread. He
3: stole f- to bread to eat for feed his sister. And got like twenty years. Son got twenty years for that. Injustice. But ja- but Javert, his this character, is follows the letter of the law with no mercy and no fiqh, no real understanding right. that people can change. Right. So he wants to exact vengeance on Javert, on John Valjean so badly, and will refuse to allow. J V Date J to change. Right. To make to, to realize that the man changed. So let him go. Right? So with the John Veljan he pays his dues, but then he changes his name and he becomes rich. So Javera doesn't like that. Right? So this concept of a person who has some image of religion but is actually dark on the inside because mm-hmm. he lacks hope and mercy in Allah. And one of the biggest hadiths that give a person hope and mercy is I'm in the opinion of my slave So let him think good And that's what he will find Exactly. Which means If you have three options in front of you One option weighs uh, 60% The other option weighs 39% And they're both bad And then the one other option weighs 1% And it's good We're told Look at the 1% Force the 1% to become bigger By thinking about it And refusing to think about the other ones Right? And when
2: you should have a good opinion of Allah.
3: You have a good opinion of Allah. Even Allah, the Prophet wasallam, said, if it's you see the trumpet at the mouth, the lips of the angel, and you're planting a tree. Planting a tree means it's not going to be three years before the thing sprouts, right? right? That means you're never going to see it. He said, keep planting it. Which means that even in our aqidah and our guidance, we have to look at the end of time. But in our day-to-day attitudes you have to force yourself to look at the positive and you have to convince and brainwash yourself that things are not going to be all okay. They're going to be great. right? Things are going to be great. You have to force yourself because you have no other choice. In this time period, you have no other choice than you can't sit around and wait for things to be great because you know that's not going to happen. Right. You have to force yourself and say, you know what? I choose that things are going to be great. Right. And, and I guarantee you, based on this hadith, you're going to find things are going to be good, even if it's good for you. Even if everything's negative, but for you, it's going to be a positive. I mean, look at after 9-11.
2: Everybody was, I remember, everybody was like, oh my God, this is it for yeah. us. They're going to round us up. They're going to get... And what happened? Way bigger waves of converts than I had ever yeah. seen before nine eleven. And mm-hmm. I've been Muslim since almost 10 years at that point. Yeah. Yeah, 10 years at that point. And n- 9 years. Mm-hmm. Never saw anything like that. Yeah. Like people were just all of a sudden coming to the masjids, Converting We were doing uh, Why Islam booths All over the place Nobody was being negative Nobody was So yeah The positive is there You just have to seek it
3: out You have to And you have to force yourself Only to see uh, What you The result that you want Yeah Right So
2: that's why That scene is so good Because Ophelia despaired Killed herself Haram The priest It was 50-50 Why are you splitting the difference? Yeah Assume the best Both of them were completely wrong
3: SubhanAllah Yeah Interesting And, And in our fiqh if, if something is involving the crime of another person or the sin of another person, you have to assume innocence first. But for your own ibadah with Allah azza wa jal, you assume invalidity first. Right. So for example, if I'm making wudu, I can't make wudu with a dawah. I have to have certainty, right? If I'm fasting, I have to fast with certainty or else it's not valid. You can't fast, it's actually haram to fast and say, let me just fast because maybe it's Ramadan. You actually have to have certainty. Right. So in acts of worship, which is a horizontal relationship with Allah, Allah demands certainty, right? So it's invalid as a automatic. But with people relationship, vertical, or you mean, you I, I mean, think I switched I switched vertical and horizontal, right? You actually have to assume innocence, right? You actually have to assume that someone's innocent. Even if you see um, a man on top of a woman, you're not allowed to make the claim that committed zina unless you actually see... His organ, penetrating her, right, and not only that. In Sharia, it has to be penetrating the right spot, right? Right. It can't be penetrating another spot, okay? Because that's you not gonna,
0: notice that, like, I mean, well, that's how, that goes to show how impossible, like, yeah,
3: uh, there, because there so how, difficult wrong, it how difficult it is, how difficult to do it will the, be, right? Like, there's yeah, so because much, also, let's say oh, this is going to get like sort of ridiculously well, I, graphic. I but, could say, in a, okay.
2: sec- I think I know what you're. Gonna, there's only one thing that causes uh, disruption in society and a breakup of family and a questionable lineage, right? So you have to actually see that thing, not anything else. Exactly,
3: yeah. Mm. yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I think we got the point across right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> No need to get more yeah. graphic than that. Um,
0: but it's true. And But how do you balance, right, the... So this is something Saad and I were talking about, right? Is there a you know, we say that there is we have this majority opinion Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah, right? Mm-hmm. But you also see a lot of uh, the ideology of Islam like we were talking about the the daruri knowledge. You saw, you see all of these like smaller splinter groups, yeah. right? Yeah. How how do you balance like calling out like okay, this is a splinter group or this is or should you have faith in the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad saw, right? Like how do you balance that? That's
3: actually a critical question because there's a couple of points here. Number 1, if you remember Sheikh Sadiq, uh, he said that al-sunnah al jamaah is going to be the vast majority, like nine even one of the Mashaykh of uh, Shem uh, calculated it as like 95% of the ummah, right? However, there is a sliver of time a sliver of time towards the Akhruzaman, which Sheikh Salik said this is the time in which the bulk of people would actually go misguided. Right? A lot of people. Not let's say not a bulk. He said, Akhtharunas, right? Are actually going to be misguided because of ignorance. And the Prophet has pointed to this, saying there will until there's a time when there's no imams, right? In other words, in a community there's no imam. So they took leaders as ignorant ignorant people as leaders. He led himself astray and he led them astray. So the Prophet is t- telling us that there will be a time where there will be rampant misguidance, And he told us people will leave the deen, right? So even though we say that the bulk of the ulama, for sure and the bulk of the Muslims will be on the right path, that's historically. But there will be, could possibly be slivers of time when the bulk are upon misguidance. Now what you said is very important. And my attitude was always like this. During the eight years of Obama, there was this type of, um, I guess, a break from pressure from the right and there was an embracing from the left I mean you had Obama going to Cairo saying assalamu alaikum all these little gimmicks that he does that are friendly and nice right? meanwhile the drones are keep going but forget that's on the side no one thinks about that but he does all these things he he invites the Muslims he is so uh, good towards the Muslims at least in America so there was this almost invitation to the table And I felt at that time, you really need to pronounce to the people that are rushing to this, oh, everything's great now, everything's all getting along. No, it's not all great because what they're inviting us to is poisonous. And I felt like you needed to shout that from at the top of your lungs at a time when everyone was running to that. But now I think there's a shift. The liberals have lost, have been beaten badly in this election. I think they're confused and in a daze and they don't even know what they are anymore, right? Their situation is. And now it's an attack, right? And now I feel that the tune needs to be different Real, right? The tune need for the, that the community needs, just my opinion personally, right? Is that the tune that we need is that we need to not lose this mind game. That mm-hmm. Trump is forcing us and he has a type of um, vortex pull to force people to think about certain things. If you look at this whole election, he made the dumbest comments, but everyone was thinking about him. He totally framed the discourse and he's framing the whole attitude of the country, right? Him and his advisors, more probably his advisors even than him, to be against Muslims and there's this negativity. I feel now that we have to go against that by using our mental exercise, spiritual exercise really, and fitness and weightlifting. To force ourselves to view the world the way we want to view it, not the way he's telling us to view it, right? So it's a different tune and a different game plan, in my opinion. But <clears throat> that being said, as well, a part of all our curriculum at all times will be the study of what we call ilm It's part of aqidah. Right. The study of groups and sects, right? And warnings, right? Warnings. If you have a, a daughter out there, Look at the types of Muslim blogs that she's reading because they're getting progressively worse, right? They're getting progressive You had regressive, one, progressive. yeah. yeah. Regressive. <laughs> that, yeah, regressive. They're 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 getting worse. Wait, the, tell some you of about them are
0: the new firqa at Rutgers.
3: Yeah, someone told me about that it's yeah, unbelievable. Right. It's unbelievable, right? And I uh, I would I would just say that uh, my in, in my um uh let what's recipe now? I would just have it as a type of side dish of warnings whereas before it was the main meal warning people about these things was my main meal right that was the meat now to me i think that it's also that we have a lot of brothers a lot of listeners a lot of people online they also know the drill right and they do the job for us it's rolling right (laughs) so all we have to do yeah no well the message is spread the message is spread it, which means we're not taking, we're not removing it from the menu, but it doesn't have to be the main meal. The main meal now has to be the narrative that we believe in, not the narrative that either the liberals are trying to push, where we're going to uh, be married to the leftist groups, right? Uh, and and that misguided activism, right? Not all activism, misguided activism. Nor, uh, you know, the having to warn. So we're, we're still going to do that stuff, but the main meal has to be That we have to focus on teaching our, keep teaching our Islam, keep being out there and meeting with people, right? Even in a non, just in a casual way, just be out there, Mm -hmm. right? Because know that there are people who are interested, right?
2: And by the way, this is an important point that you that you mentioned. The people that are interested and want to know something and want to get the real Islam, not what they're being fed in media, either one way or the other, they're not going to go to, you know, their coworker Al. Really, mm-hmm. Ahmed, yeah, and who goes out drinking with them and mm-hmm. start asking him what's, what's Islam really like, yeah, right. So, one of the ways that you can really defend your religion and one of the ways that you can really get the message across is to be that message and to practice the to deen, practice it. to yeah. actually practice the deen, to be praying in the masjid, mm-hmm. to be openly, visibly Muslim, have a beard, say no to the mm-hmm. haram things publicly, say why you're saying no to the haram things in public. Mm-hmm. The whole bit, right? This is not a time to hide the dean. It's a time to be stronger on it.
0: And on top of that, right? I would actually say, being in New Jersey where you do have a lot more liberals here, mm-hmm. I would say it's an advantage here. You know, just to pr- if you practice your dean, nobody's ever gonna call you out on it in New Jersey not because they're gonna be like, oh yeah, nah, he's a Muslim, yeah, you know, you got like they're being they're they're being hit hard now. Like you mm-hmm. gotta be nice to him, you know, like yeah. so if, like somebody saw you praying like. I would argue like 20 years ago, you know, somebody might have been weird about it. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, in New Jersey, if somebody saw you praying now, they might actually respect you.
3: Yeah, right? that's the, the, I think people go out of their way. Uh, people go out of their way to fig- see, see what the Muslims are up to, what their opinions are on things. And we sort of got their attention. I told you there were uh, some uh, people out there. Uh, Bilal, you okay?
2: Yeah, you want to
3: say it. something? No, no, no. You want to say something to everyone? He's, he's do like do stretching you. Right? You stretching or you leaving?
1: No, no, no. I had a phone call, but it was kind
3: of weird. It was no black
2: uh, call. Well, oh. So uh, this is the NSA.
3: Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> they, they call they, people all the time. They don't they they, know what's going on. <laughs> got, don't worry about them. Man. They got no pull. Well, uh, don't worry. It's gonna be published. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> By so the way, he said the
2: best thing possible. What is that? As-salamu, alaykum. As-salamu
3: alaykum. That's it. One time there was uh, uh, in a shura of New York Council way back in the 90s, and uh, there was a big lecture. And someone said, The emir of the shura needs to come up and say a few words. So he got up. He said, uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. as everyone. As-salamu <laughs> and there was a sheikh there. The sheikh said, That's why he should be the emir, Right, right, right. <laughs> right, that's, right. Oh, that's a whole other yeah. topic. Yeah. There was basically uh, a woman, she used to go to these indu- industry conferences, and when they would call her name up, Dr. So and so, she would go up and they would smile and say, Where's your husband? Right, right. thinking why? that you know, she's just the wife. Right. right now, she says she goes and she swarmed, and they want to put her at center stage to get her opinion. Right, they want to hear from her. Good. right? So, this is just to show that not everyone out there is a secular liberal who wants to transform our religion into a secular religion. Some people, they're not like that, right? And I think a lot of people now, if you say, look, look, I need you to, re- you respect the religion, right? This is what the religion is, you have to respect it. They view us now as a sensitive minority that you can't touch, right? Exactly. right? You can't, <laughs> you that, can't that's what I'm t- t- saying. If There's you, if
0: you, we're, we're actually yeah. the, you know, the snowflake from 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's like if somebody, it, as a matter of fact, if somebody called you out on your religion, you wouldn't even need to say anything. Ten you liberals, need to say ten anything. liberals will come swarm that's and help true. you out. Yeah. They'll be true. like, "Oh, you know, don't say that, yep. don't you say know, that." To yeah. this point, though, that
3: even might be out of
1: fear because they're like, "Yo, I don't know what they're gonna do." With yeah, that's it. It. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if that's even it.
2: So, I, I recommend everybody listen to this thing uh, from Jordan Peterson. Um, I posted it on Facebook on February fifteenth. If mm-hmm. you're listening to this later on. And so you can see it on my Facebook timeline on February 15th. Uh, 15th. It's Jordan Peterson. It's an interview with uh, Stephen Molyneux. And just just to give a quick uh, insight in it, he, he's a psychiatrist. He's a psychologist, a uh, professor of psychology at, uh, in Canada. Um, he's a really smart guy. He's great. I love Jordan Peterson, actually. Yeah. So I listen to his, to his podcast. So he has this analysis of um, the way that the left and the right is existing in, in politics in the U.S. And so the left... Has a uh, sort of like a motherly. This is their this is their psychological position, right? They're they're hyper agreeable. This has a mm-hmm. psychological category, mm-hmm. and that's something that comes like it's like a motherly thing, right? And so what they have is like a lot of empathy, mm-hmm. and they see the weak and want to protect them. Yes, they want to you know help the poor, help the disenfranchised, help the people who are you know on the margins of society, mm-hmm. the transsexuals, the transgendered the immigrants the refugees Mm -hmm. right and just like a mother they see these people they infantilize them right they see as you need my protection and i'm gonna and if you challenge them just like a mother Uh uh-huh their their rage is the worst limitless like there's nothing there's nothing more dangerous than a mother whose children you've threatened right whether it be a human or in the animal kingdom yeah you threaten a woman's children and she'll do things that that she would have never done for herself that's true yeah, that's right. the fit that Allah created right. mothers like that. So, so a lot of these social justice movements—that's exactly the the attitude that they've yeah. adopted, right? The psychology of them is that they're like a mothering group, mm-hmm. and they take—I not I, I, I get it. But and there's a negative to that. Obviously. Of course, there's a negative. you first is the overreaction, and the yeah. second is you're only until you, so long as you need their protection, yeah. and so you're long not as you, right? And once you grow up and you be, reach adulthood. It's kind of like what uh, happens in that relationship in your yeah, life, who knows? right? Yeah. The mother sometimes will be like, no, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. You're always, you'll always be my child. And you're like, I'm grown. I yeah. don't need <laughs> you to feed me anymore. Yep. Don't cut my steak. Yep. Right? And there's a tension because of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that tension is real. It happens sometimes. Um, and sometimes there's even like a negative. It's uh, yeah, like real, real. Yes, yeah. real stifling. And you can never actually grow out of it. And we, so this do, is just
3: something to bear in mind. And do we have examples though? Like sometimes are, are it, we in history enough have we have had enough history transpire that we could see what the left does once a minority ceases to be a minority i think they actually are in denial because i don't think the lgbt these are the, some of the most powerful lobbies in the country right yeah so but i don't see how these are a weak poor minority mm, i really yeah. don't know how right that they are this poor and weak thing so i think they're in denial i have a question yeah do you think there's
1: been like a minority in the same kind of position that Muslims are today because if you go back like the hate against like Jews or the hate like Japanese being put in internment camps or black people like until today like black people I, are the worst yeah i don't think anyone has been protected the way that Muslims are protected because right. i feel like today people have like, they're, they're, like like with the whole Trump thing, mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, we've seen this happen before. Yeah. We don't want to let it happen again. I have
3: to say, we're a pampered almost. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. yeah, we're being babied. Right. Yeah. We be- baby. We we're not going to grow strong until uh, exactly. we cut the, yeah. Yeah. the apron cord. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some people yeah. have the Oedipus complex true. since we uh, <laughs> 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 since we brought up Shakespeare and Lamus and, and so, true. Like, some people have the Oedipus complex uh, as well, so I'm going to throw yeah. that in there. Yeah. Well, but so
2: this is what happens also because of our attitude. Because Muslims, we think that the way to garner respect and garner protection and garner safety is to be that
3: cowering baby, right? Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. be like, please, please, please help and us. And to play this minority identity politics, mm-hmm. which I'm saying... It's out. Yeah, I'm saying, look, be focus your minds. Be independent and be yourself. I'm not even... I'm even like hesitant in some realms for dawah, right? If you're giving dawah to someone who is just... Reads the news, it's an uphill battle. You're gonna to have to explain away so many things, right? Yeah. So, what I say is just be yourself, be a Muslim, right? And Allah will use you because how many times has someone come to you with interest in Islam, right? Out of the blue, what is that? That's Allah using you, right? right. Make yourself available, and Allah will use you. He will bring you the people. That's right, that's absolutely right. He'll yep. bring you the
2: people. Sheikh Nuh Keller says that dawah requires a had. Oh, so right? well, and that's it goal. That's the entire That's all it it's, is That's the requirement And yeah. it is actually the method mm-hmm. You should have to have a state You have a state You have to be something
3: Allah will bring the people to you And I say this Because it's not a neutral It's not a clearing slate There are too many negatives To explain away Right There's and things that Yeah
2: Because the cultural context
3: Is so different Yeah totally Forget different. it.
2: There's, there's no way We're going to discuss fiqh yeah. and people will be like, "Oh, I get that." Yeah, yeah okay. Muslims don't get it. Yeah. yeah,
3: okay, you're gonna say, "Okay, hey, I want you to think about the life and death and the prophecy and maybe the prophets were true." Oh, really? Okay, what about sexual slavery? Yeah. Oh my, that's the three months right there, and you're not gonna do it by mental. And uh, then people discussion. chase you off Facebook for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like and, like, <laughs> like like JB, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and someone saying to yourself, "Okay, um, you want to learn about Islam? All right. Oh, it's just such a great religion. Why is it that Cairo?" is the place with the number one black sites for torture. And also, you don't see the curb. Do you guys have street curbs? Because all I see is litter, right? right? I don't even see the curb. Mm-hmm. I told you guys before, I drove from Cairo to Dumyat. Four-hour drive, five-hour drive. And I'm just looking out the window. Garbage mm. the entire way. And I yeah. said to myself, I'm not going to take my eyes off. I want to see if this is going to be really be real, that there's going to literally be not a single inch of the curb of the highway without litter wow. and I say to myself how are you gonna walk the walk how are you gonna talk the talk if you're not even walking the walk and you got a whole country of you guys okay you Islam is so good alright let's see what happens when you put a whole country of together right it's a disaster right we got stuff they don't have in Norway and Sweden like taking or- kids kidnapping them chopping a hand off and making him beg Have you ever walked, I walked in the bridge, the bridge, under the ground between Al-Azhar and al Hussein in Egypt. And one night, there was a troop of these people. It's a troop, it's a company basically, a guy's running a company, a company of human trafficking. Of all kids with ligaments cut off in a row. You know what they were saying? They were saying, now because people know the game, right? They know this is not some innocent kid. They know Where? he's. Between. You know what his his begging chant is? Give us, or else our master beats us.
0: Wow. wow!
3: Give us money, because if we
2: go empty-handed, our master beats us. And you know what? You know the only thing that the only reason that this happens
3: is because the authorities are so corrupt that they won't prosecute. So corrupt, and I'll tell you what happened to an American Muslim couple, Egyptians, right? They went to do the good. So they went down there, they got a big apartment, and guess what they started doing? Picking up homeless kids off the street and made an orphanage. Amazing, right? They're in jail because they didn't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> they operated an orphanage without a license. What kind of minds do you have? You have an epidemic of street kids. They're called de uh, shawara, uh, street kids, street urchins. Mm. And these kids, American, college educated, Right? Husband and wife, not like uh, some pervert. Husband and wife, <laughs> right? Okay. And they've got four, five, six kids in the apartment feeding them, bathing them. The kid's bathed for the first time in his life. Learning, alif <sighs> ta, learning how to read, eating a full meal, balanced diet, place to sleep, friends. Shut them down. <laughs> Did it? have a license because they weren't paying <laughs> their, they weren't paying because the they cut. weren't bribing the right people that's yeah. real reason i'm gonna i'm gonna jump kind in here in and say kind of, something <laughs> yeah, exactly. because that because that guy pays but that guy is pays his yeah. that guy pays
2: the fees yeah. By the way, let me tell you something mm. this is proof positive that for all the people just returning to our thing where people go oh we need more laws we need more protection need, you don't because let me tell you something the state is only good until it turns bad and mm-hmm. when it turns bad, there's nothing worse there's than nothing it. There's nothing worse than it. And I, I mean, ask those, ask those people in Egypt. Mm-hmm. It would be so much more preferable to have less government mm-hmm. because then they wouldn't be coming down shutting this exactly. stuff off. And in fact, if there was no government protecting those, those criminals mm-hmm. that cut those children's hands off, that would be that. The people would take care of it. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to exactly. get away with it. Exactly. Exactly. And on the flip side, People go, yeah, well, well, the American government is a democracy and it's not like that. Okay, tell that to the people that are being bombed in their homes yeah. for no reason other than they live in the wrong part of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, when government goes bad, it's worse than anything that has ever existed. Yeah, it's like So, a, uh, the overreach of the state and too much state power is not a solution. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, this is what our friends on the left all believe in. Mm-hmm. More state power, Yeah. right? Like, every time something goes bad, they go, well, we need more government to... Make a correction until yeah. you end
3: up with nothing but this
2: giant, Exactly. all-powerful state.
3: Yeah, exactly. And then when that state makes a subjective decision, it's forced on all of us.
2: It's uh, forever because yeah. it, the one thing the state doesn't do is roll back.
3: Yeah, and the, when you talk about the the psychology of the liberal left, and you say they have all these good qualities like empathy, they want to take care of you. They're lovely people. The lo- Here's the only problem, true. right? Like Ibn Abbas said, "Nurun ala Nur," right? Is revelation upon intellect? Uh. If these people had revelation, right, this would be the best force, right? If they had revelation to, to tell them what is good, they don't have any cons, there's no limit be- source besides intellect saying what is good. So that's the main issue, right? Yeah. But all we have to do is look, just uh, we have to do being. Don't even worry about uh, talking too much, just be who you are and what you are, and look at the positive. Right, and uh, force yourself. A lot of people think that reality is something that uh, is out there. The reality that's out there is the will, what other people forced to happen. Mm, They forced it to happen because they refused to take no for an answer. Right, every time they would shut down and reject it, they refused. And Allah has a rule my Abd will not insist upon something except I will give it to him. Right, we have proofs of this. What is the meaning, many people ask, of in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sealed their hearts? Right? And in another ayah, like a seal, when you take an envelope and you seal it with hot wax. Or another ayah, قلوب, أغفالها, on their hearts are locks. So that's much worse. Locks, right? So why is that? Some people say, well, how is it that Allah seals your heart, but then tells you to believe, then He seals your heart? No. He sealed their hearts, because that's what they asked for. And Allah is just, He gives you what you ask for. You insisted upon kufr, you got the invitation so many times, yet you insisted on kufr, right? He gave you what you wanted. You want to insist? I'll help you insist. Lock, right? (laughs) That's how it is. It's true, right? Allah gives people what they insist upon, and then He will keep challenging your faith, by bringing you an enemy, bringing you a worse enemy, bringing you a monstrosity of an enemy, just to see, are you going to give up hope? All you have to do as a human is have hope and faith, right? Have hope and faith and not even believe in the enemies that, you're, that are coming. Don't even believe in them. Know that they're just mirages, right? What you insist upon is what you're going to get. And a lot of people, oh, they get it wrong. And I'm telling you who knows this stuff. There are some people who know this stuff. And I'll tell you who put it on display. Donald Trump. Yeah. The guy put it on display. I'm telling you, with all the bad stuff, I'm... Um, this people think it's crazy I'm extremely impressed with how much faith in he has in whatever he believes in yeah. himself or otherwise the guy the guy yeah. has he refuses to go down and believe that he's done right yeah people, it's true. It, think about this right and not only that he has this vortex thing and got all the liberals to think about the wall and about the muslims and about the mexicans as he puts it right he got them all thinking about that. Like, you, they are—is that you were that weak-minded, right? That you fell for every trap of his, right? And he—I mean, the the odds. What were the odds of this thing, man? It's insane. The odds of him becoming president. It's crazy. President. By like, the way, yeah. Life. So, so
2: there's people who called it, yeah, right, and not even supporters. They're just people who called it from day one. They were mm-hmm. like, "This guy is so good at influencing others." Mm-hmm. Like. Um, Scott Adams mm-hmm. Who's a uh, cartoonist He makes uh, Dilbert, Dilbert yeah. Which is really, oh, really smart cartoon Yeah uh, Scott Adams He's not He, does, he doesn't even vote And he wasn't a Trump supporter But he called it from day one He said Donald Trump Is absolutely gonna win yep. And he goes Into He explains He has articles On his blog that You can read Where he explains Exactly what he was doing The whole time yeah. And their actual techniques mm-hmm. Like people go Oh he's not eloquent He doesn't speak well He doesn't have A big vocabulary That's <laughs> that, that's an old school analysis yeah. Right So Scott Adams Breaks down like What he does is Every time Something comes up He builds an image For the audience mm. Because people like pictures Yes, And he talks in images mm-hmm. So yeah He's not using he talks multi- in images And feelings Yeah He's not using Polysyllabic words They're yeah. not necessary For who he's pushing to So he'll talk about walls And you mm-hmm. can see them it's an image. And when people say Oh you're so disrespectful To women What does he do He brings one up uh whatever her name is o'donnell right uh, rosie o'donnell wow, rosie, you know? rosie yeah. o'donnell and he goes i did not women rosie o'donnell and, yeah. she and then that it just changed the whole nobody's thinking about misogyny they're thinking yeah. about rosie o'donnell and yeah she is a little abrasive and whatever and we don't like it. And by the way like it. it's yeah. true because she start she made fun of his kid which you don't go after people's kids yeah. right and and saying that he might be like um, mentally incapacitated like fine. are you kidding Rosie's He's a like, horrible person. Well, I mean
0: he he also has like those slogans, right? Like stuff you'll never forget. Lion Lion Ted Make America yeah. great yeah. again. He gives nicknames. Everybody lying has Ted. a nickname yeah. like
2: it's a cartoon character. Exactly. Crooked Hillary, lying Ted. Lying Ted. Um, yeah, low yes. energy Jed. Yes. Oh right? my god. that that line alone? It's destroyed like, Jeb Bush's that's it. campaign. low energy. It's like it's low low the, like the Looney Tunes. So, <laughs> it was Looney Tunes, man. Left, lefty Tunes. Bro. But so, and, and bro, bro,
3: you you know that he's competing he's not competing against candidates only. He's competing against TV, sports, yeah. cartoons, yeah. movies. He yeah. needs your attention, right? Yeah, he put on a show. Yeah, knowing that. Okay, I don't just have to beat Ted Cruz and Hillary. I have to beat football. Yeah, right. And He did, and he did, and he wasn't yeah. trying to
2: convince the Paul Krugmans of the world. Exactly, because yes. who cares, right? Uh-huh. Like it's it, it's the same thing when we're when we're uh, when we're talking about dawah, right? And I'm not saying that we use these techniques Allah, mm-hmm. Allah. What I'm saying is, when we're doing dawah, are, are we doing dawah to who? To like right wing. Oh, these alt-right uh, Neo-Nazis mm-hmm. No they don't They're never gonna become yeah. Muslim And they you don't, don't do wanna know anything about me. it yeah. If they wanna become Muslim Allah opens the door for them But That's not We're not trying to reach And we're also not trying to convert Necessarily people who have You know 35 genders Yeah um, And uh, You know Whatever it is right Like that's fine yeah. If they wanna become Muslim It's open to them On the terms of Islam Not yeah. In the terms exactly. that appease them yep. Um, but our real job is with normal people, yeah. Yeah. the regular people, yeah. not the academics, not the professors. We don't have to be we don't have to come in and write like yeah. c- citation, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. footnoted yeah. uh, term papers. Yeah. For, that's good. There's people who should be doing it. There's academics that do it. Our point is just to talk to yeah.
3: people. Yeah. And, and I believe you, you like uh, Kevin Costner, build it and they will come. Indeed, build. Indeed. The first The first thing is yourself. If we're doing the same exact junk as everyone else, right. then what's differences? What is the our difference? talk, right? We got to be different. And now number two, we got two things going on. You got your classes with Allah. That's just to worship Allah yeah. That's to learn the deen. But also we got our social work, which we're just starting. Like I'm talking about ourselves, literally, our, right. uh, we're just starting. We went out three times so far and delivered burgers three, two, two times actually. And then this is such a small thing, but this is what we know how to do, right? right. That's easy. So explain hom-
0: explain like what you' what we're
3: doing. We have a big Nama, right? We have a lot of homeless. Men and women at homeless soon on homeless at, right? <laughs> <Men>. <laughs> we got men and women homeless people. Right? <laughs> men and women homeless people, two miles from the masjid. Living Sinab. You pray right. Aisha. You go down, they're all hanging out at the train station, right? And they, on French Street, George Street, all these streets. And they have, like, positions. There's guys. There's one guy who, him and his wife are on the bank, at the bank. And the bank actually allows them to go in and get some heat every once in a while. Like, and so, you know, that area where you just yeah. get because the, they're innocent. They're old. And then across, I think her name is, like, Elaine or, like, Eileen or something. She is a homeless woman, experienced, right, across the street in George Street. So, we're actually getting to know where they live too, right? And I'm telling you, these are actually very positive, upbeat people. I would even venture to say, happy. Not because they want to be homeless, but they've learned to make good life with what they have. Right? Good with what they have. Yeah. We went in there, it's as if we knew them forever. Why? They just love to talk. They have no arrogance. There's no arrogance. Of course, there are miserable homeless, don't get me wrong, but some of them have made it out. This is what we know how to do. I'm sure listeners out there, they could do a ton more stuff. But I'm saying we need to build a Muslim platform of doing good. We don't need to be secular, copy the secularists, how they do good. What is activism? People love to do good. People hate the bad. People hate oppression. Yeah. This is an excellent thing, right? It's an excellent thing. But right. seeing that good and bad may be defined differently. Sure. Right? We can define it the way the mes- Allah's Messenger defined it. And we're going to do it. We're going to build the platform. Muslims, this is going to be part of life, whether Trump, no Trump, right? We we really overemphasize the Trump thing. It's mm-hmm. overdone, to my yeah. Opinion, right? yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. By the way, I, I I'll
2: say this, um, not that I, I'm not very politically involved in terms of like politics and campaigning, but I I do follow. Yeah. And I don't think that Donald Trump personally has any animosity towards Muslims. No, I as it, so. I don't think that he necessarily cares. Yeah. If if it's if tool. it's politically expedient to throw us under the bus. Yeah he'll do it right he does it he's he's out to make his mark and to do what he thinks is best for himself and yeah. for um, his uh, whoever it is that his constituency is right mm-hmm. and maybe for the country Allah, Allah maybe he thinks this was best for America um, he's not concerned one way or another about Muslims he has people in his uh that As are Cameron. advising him yeah. that are ideologues. And I think
3: eventually he's going to break off with those guys. They're yeah. too extreme for him. Yeah, yeah, of course. And they're, and him Bannon him. is getting Two all the attention. So Bannon is getting too much attention. Yeah, it's Bannon's going to get the, the boots soon. Yeah,
2: um, Because a, a guy like Donald Trump doesn't go for that. Yeah, um, He's not sharing power in the limelight with anybody
3: because that's not how he got to be who he is. The media is dumb. They should What they should do is like, just harp on Bannon, write biographies, make documentaries, right? Yeah, like, make literally. All the attention on him. <laughs> no, like, Bannon. literally. They should, go, they should go, they should, when the White House
2: br- briefings, yeah. they should be like, when he's giving a, a yeah, talk, they'd be like, Trump questions. Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, President Trump. Yeah. Where's uh, Mr. Bannon? We have exactly, questions for him. Yeah. He's going like, to be like, who are, are you talking Don't about?
3: ask a single yeah. Trump question, just ask Bannon questions. Yeah.
1: You just know, that's interesting. That's actually part of like the Democrat strategy. Um, when I was working in DC, I was actually sitting 10 years later. These people are so yeah. slow.
2: Unfortunately, yeah. what happens if it, sorry to cut yeah. if that works, yeah, we just end up with Obama 2.0, yeah, which I'm sorry is not good for the Muslims. Yeah, that's true. Get your heads mm-hmm. out of the sand, <laughs> please. Wake up, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, saying. go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was saying like all this, like psychological mind games, like this is part of their strategy. I was when I was working in DC, I actually sat in the meeting. Um, I worked for the guy who hopefully will be the next DNC chair, but um. Anyway, so like this, this whole thi- yeah. So so like this, this was like a whole like thing that they had. <laughs> 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 this is like a whole thing that they had of like let's let's try to like they have like a psychological profile on the guy and it's like where can we push his buttons yeah. and that's where we gotta do it because that that's what the Republicans did. Yeah, like they went after Obama and other Democrats on personal level. Uh-huh. Like, we we have to play the same game. Yeah, and Donald Trump is much easier to manipulate. As a person Than like Obama is Like you go You go at him on Twitter He'll fire yeah. back But you, know, you like think sa- that Saturday Night Live still has
2: But you don't think, that like that's, that's, although, you don't think that that's how calculated. he That's how he Maintains his base Although I'm not gonna. I'm like gonna s- They love that But you know that Feud is his method Yeah, yeah.
3: Feud yeah. is He's his good. At it. Yeah
1: it, it is But his base I feel is growing Increasingly Increasingly small like like uh, going back to what you're talking about, like the election. Like um, I was read I read this article. Bloomberg wrote a really great article um, on this was in September October, and I read it after the election. It was basically their strategy for winning. Like they there was there was a time when they recognized that okay we're gonna lose this election. Right? and it's sad that Trump didn't believe it. Trump was like, "No, we're still going to win." Right, but, but everyone who's actually plugged in knows that we're going to lose. Right, so they they said, "Okay, we need a miracle. We need to completely alter our approach because at the end of the day, he did lose the popular vote." But they said, "Okay, we have to change our strategy from he trying, had, to, from trying more, to gain voters."
2: He had more yards, but he had less points. Okay. Uh, no, he had less yards, but he had more points. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah, so like they Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that took yeah. a second to digest. And the, and the
3: ones yeah. who wins, yeah.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. So like their strategy was not so much okay, let's gain supporters. It was let's take away Hillary's supporters. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's like it's all these like psychological games they're playing, and the people they have, they have these like media geniuses who are working
2: on this campaign. Yeah. These uh, the, the guy who runs his Twitter. Yeah, the, like the the guy who looks like Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. 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 That guy's actually brilliant. Yeah. And he's the one who actually runs his Twitter. There's, really? Yeah. He's not out. He yeah. doesn't have his iPhone out at two in the morning. You know, drunk texting on his yeah. on his Twitter. He actually has a genius, a media like super genius who runs his Twitter. Yeah, these know. tweets are all ready to go, and yeah, they're pre-written. By yeah. Really? Yeah, they're I all, they're thought all that
1: ready. He to actually go. does
3: stuff off the cuff. No, there, there's some, sometimes
1: sometimes he does, and they take his phone away from him
2: yeah. to keep it on message. Yeah, but they have like pre-written tweets, and as soon as some somebody says something, they hit okay. That's that's tweet number forty-seven. Yeah. Hit yeah. it, yeah. and, and yeah. it goes out yeah. immediately. Yeah.
1: And all these nicknames that we were talking about, these are all like. Like, they're actually well thought of by a, an entire team of people.
3: You think so? Yeah. That's a very, like, Democrat thing to do, though. Literally. He doesn't seem like that. He seems like a one-man show. That's the that's the image. That's the image. That's
2: the image. The strong father yeah. leader. Because the, had, who, cause the other side is the mothers, the yeah, protective, exactly. the nurturing mothers. Then the, his side needs to project exactly. the
3: strong, independent father, yeah. The, the Yeah, patriarchy. the guy with the axe who's going to cut down trees, yeah. who doesn't. Yeah. Never read a book. I That's mean, the C- <laughs> right? You know yeah. what he's doing? Yeah.
2: He's uh, who's who's the uh, the the Apple guy? Steve, Steve, Jobs. Steve Jobs. He's Steve Jobs in it, yeah. right? Because Steve Jobs, he didn't program. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't a design guy. He didn't write code. Yeah. He didn't do any of that. He had he real people to charity. He had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had people who actually did all those things. Yeah. But who was on stage with him every year at the at, at the Apple conference, whatever it's called, right?
3: Yeah, who was it, Tim Cook? Or something? Just him. Oh, it's alone, yes. Yeah. just. Him. It's just him. And he
2: talks about all the things, and yeah. he gets all the adulation. And you go, wow, Steve Jobs is he amazing. He did it all, yeah. No, he, had, he, had a, he had a team yeah. of geniuses.
3: Yeah. And just to clarify something, when I said something that... Uh, obviously, he really to- totally didn't uh, stop ha- believing that he could win, which was the most impressive thing of all. Yeah. And then he got what he wanted. Now, people should not understand that this is like a reward from Allah. When people demand something, and they insist upon it, and they refuse to give up in the face of the obstacles presented, just because Allah gives someone their thing, does not mean that this is out of love and reward. Yeah. They yeah. should know that very well, yeah, right? right? In this dunya, they will get, you'll get what you ask for in this dunya, right? You'll get your reward in this dunya. It doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get it in the akhirah, right? Absolutely so this is something, and yeah. Just because you get something in this world, does not mean you will not get equal share in the akhirah The Prophet there was a Sahabi, they said, um, he killed and he did so well and he did so good, right? And then a Sahabi then said, oh, but Messenger of Allah, he's being praised in this life. Maybe that's his reward. And the Prophet said, and who said that he can't get it in this life and in the next life, exactly. right? True, right? So that's a very important thing for people to know that You'll get what you ask for. Doesn't necessarily mean that means God loves you and Allah yeah. loves you. Yeah. I heard Shaykh
2: Hamza Yusuf say something really funny once, mm-hmm. but very real. Which was, if you're driving around and you're like really nice expensive car and you're healthy and you're good looking and you have a full head of hair and everybody likes you and you have a lot of money and a good job, um, you should really be careful. Alarm, because you have so much nyamah that... It may not. It may. It may not be good for you. Subhanallah. Right, Subhanallah. and it doesn't mean, and that that doesn't
3: necessarily mean that Allah loves. That's me. true. No, yeah. and and this is a big Protestant ethic thing that uh, that we studied in sociology at Rutgers. That basically the Protestant, uh, the Calvinists, they believed that if God loves you, He makes you rich. Yeah. So that's the the notion and the link that if you're rich, it must be God loves you. This is actually part of a religion, part yeah. of the Calvinist theology. Right. So uh, we say no. If Allah makes you love the sunnah and you act upon the sunnah of the last messenger sallallahu so, this is the sign that Allah loves you indeed. and not even right not even knowledge of other aspects of islam in particular you could have a lot of knowledge of other things but to love to act upon the sunnah of the prophet وسلم, is the only measure it is the only measure that a person allah. is loved by allah that's right right that's the only man because the prophet uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi says how many people recite the quran and the quran curses him mm. right because the quran curses hypocrites and he's one of them right or the ghafirin and he's one of them so even recitation of the quran may or may not be right but it, uh, a, a knowledge having a lot of knowledge of fiqh may or may not be but no one loves and is turns towards the prophet sallallahu <laughs> alaihi as allah says they will not come to you seeking tawbah, Right? Seeking penitence Except that Allah will forgive them Which means That if in your heart You're trying to draw near to Allah What's your methodology? I'm going to do what the Prophet did Everything the Prophet did This is the sign and That you're going to be you forgiven know,
2: That famous the famous hadith That on the day of judgment A man will And I'll paraphrase it So as to not draw it out Because it's long That a man will come A lot of blessings were counted Acknowledges them What did you do with them? Um, it had a lot of wealth. I spent it. You lie, dragged to the hellfire. Mm-hmm. Right? Then there's the mujahid. Then there's the person who taught knowledge and taught mm-hmm. Quran. There's never the person that goes. I adhered to the sunnah. Yeah. So. And then you lie. You did yeah. it for a hypocritical reason. what hypocritical reason
3: could you have? Yeah. Right? Because there's so many sunan that are unseen. Right. That it's very hard to be munafik about it. Because for example, when it's it's two like o'clock in It's between you yeah, and Allah. It's like fast. It's two o'clock in the morning, and you walk into the bathroom with your left foot. Right. There's no... Yeah, re- there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Except with the jinn only. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to show these jinn how,
2: how religious I am. So <laughs> so. So, so, I think we're hitting
0: a good amount of time. So so I wanted to wrap up. Um, is there some parting words that you could give, you know... Um, so I know I I, start, I know you started those daily messages on
3: Facebook. So I haven't actually heard... Yeah, like that's like a, a trial, a dry run. So, I, so I don't know that, if it's going to let. Is it going to work, you think? what so is these this? daily messages people just, seem to like them I always and by the way it's oh, going on on
0: Facebook you, I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're losing out buddy <laughs> no, 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 no. I look at that there are two models
3: don't right tempt now. them bro you <laughs> to are, to recover there do, are two you I go
0: on I have to go on just to publish so, I, so my wife has a Facebook with only like one friend on it on purpose <laughs> so, uh, just, just because so she deleted hers a while back yeah. we had to make a new one just for this podcast so I'll go on it I think I'm. All, I don't have any friends. We don't have any likes. So, but yours somehow pops up. Dr. Chetty somehow pops up on there, So that's how I. Because I think you're an admin on the it's Safina page. Yeah, so like, uh, I saw your daily messages.
3: Here's the thing. Uh, I always saw that there are two approaches to dawah, right? Mm. Recently, and there's the approach of, for not to mock anyone, but to tell evangelists, right? Mm -hmm. And by the way, when I said about the traveling imams that episode, we're talking about misguided traveling imams, right? Not someone who gets in a car and is an imam, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the guy, right? Who Who gets in a car. (laughs) Who abandons his kids, abandons his community, has no sense of follow-up. That's what we're talking about. And the guy who goes in is a businessman and maybe and also corrupted marriages right go in take a second wife for the weekend and leave her right a
2: lot of these guys aren't even imams
3: a lot of them they're speakers yeah right they're speakers. But they're not sheikhs. Really. They're, like they're speakers, people. right? So this is what I'm talking about. So people don't understand. And I, I, I thought we said it right, but some people don't listen properly. right? <laughs> they don't know how to listen. Okay, So you got to listen. This is what we're talking about. And I know that 99% of it understood, right? But you always have to make that exception. They've asked me, oh, don't forget the 1% who just didn't understand right. So the thing is, that's what we're talking about. In, but you know, it's, it's good to make it
2: super clear because yeah. I think there's people who it actually applies to. Yeah, like these husk, hucksters right. yeah. that are like running around in shiny suits. Exactly. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. There are
0: genuine yeah. people that applies to, right? So yeah, it's like we're not talking. No, about And I'm everyone. not
2: exaggerating. Tight shiny suits, you know, yeah. s-
3: s- with yeah. a- with a lot of fast talk and hustling. Which you don't even know how he makes rukua in those pants, right? <laughs> 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 that thing is gonna split from the seam, man, <laughs> right? so you see those guys and you think uh, and now they're wearing the Salafi pants right you know the, the, you know the most fashion you know these fashionable types who wear the tight pants the pant is getting shorter and shorter now yeah. Like yeah you see these right like yeah. this the is now ankle, in all yeah. the uh, Grammys and everything that's what yeah. people are wearing it's like yeah. people are showing me this and like look at the latest fashion yeah. right so the guys ankles. above. Wait, the ankle, so why is this yeah, a Salafi right? pant oh because it's above, so above the it's ankles, above ankles. The ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. which by the way above the ankle is a Sunnah it's a Sunnah but we just don't believe that it's haram to pray with If it's yet. going down, not out of arrogance, oh. right? That's right. the only difference between the fit and the, the harassment. Because this, that, that's the correct fit. Well, now it's
1: the other way around, right? If you can afford those pants that come to your ankles, yeah, that, <laughs> that's why you wear them. <laughs> it's it yeah. yeah. true, actually. I know. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it's, it's, it's,
3: yeah, and those pants, it. those pants are nullified by yeah. the rule that your yeah. pants. Can't be form fitting. Mm-hmm. Clothes for okay. men and women cannot right. be form fitting, right? Right. So these things are painted on. They're spandex in the jeans now, right. right? So the point is what we were saying is that the televangelists, I wanna say, and I'm not making fun of I'm just saying that's the similar thing that they are, is that it's it's a, a media company behind the guy, right? And his face is out there, right? Out there twenty four hours a day. And I'm not saying that's wrong at all but I'm saying I just happen not to be comfortable with that lifestyle because every time I see fame I see that fame hurts people right so I thought how am I going to do it I said you know what let me try something different
2: that's just a fashion guy for, he's, in, he's in France Bile-
3: uh, okay Alex is showing us this fashion guy he's got a beard a shaved head he's imitating the Algerian youth he's got right? a big beard big beard he's got a koufian basically it's a, a hat but he rolled it up a like a goofy. short pants loose Loose short pants and, and a sandals. long shirt. And a long shirt. And this is a fashion. <laughs> yeah. Th- then he's copying the Algerian uh, Salafi kids of France. Yeah. Right? That's all and, it is. And those pants, if they're Persia pants, it may not be bad to have in the house, you know? It's a nice outfit. Yeah. It's a nice outfit. And uh, mm-hmm. the thing is that those types, that lifestyle of being mm-hmm. super famous, of having being online 24 hours a day, Of having your face everywhere I feel personally it's not the lifestyle that I want to live right so I thought to myself how am I gonna do this right I thought you know what let me do this uh, by using the written word giving more power to the written word more emphasis and more emphasis to just audio right because I felt like when you're in front of the camera you become very self-conscious of Mm. your image Mm -hmm. it's true that's got to be not good yeah right and then you got pictures and then someone said, use, don't use this picture, use this picture. Oh, my hair is this, your hair is short in this picture. Take that picture off. All right. Uh, what is this? What do we like models here? Yeah. This is just not sitting right with me. Right. So my nefs is just re- myself is just rejecting it completely. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so before all of it. Yeah. You want to say something? Wayne?
0: No, I was gonna say I was gonna say let's not get interrupted by that picture, but now we now that we've gotten interrupted. <laughs> I, I actually I, no, but I honestly like this. Point, don't know so about. He, so, listener, so so what's happening is screen, it now. I'll post it on I'll post it
2: on <laughs> Facebook right now. So he's uh, <laughs> Alex is showing us a picture. So actually a, while
0: while while we do that and I'm gonna go back to your point, I wanna cue in our listeners that there are a lot of times where you'll hear us like talking over each other. Or last episode, there was like popcorn crunching yeah. going on. Like, uh, I want our listeners to realize like we're not actually trying to be rude to anybody here in the group, nor are we like you know, so know trying wrong. to be disrespectful of our teacher or, or, or any anybody here. We're right? just it, from we're- Jersey. We're one. We're from one. We're from Jersey. Uh, two. We all know each other very, very well. And three. We're literally sitting in an apartment, yeah. eating like what are the chips and? What did you uh, have to? You didn't have That banana bread was great, man. Yeah. yeah so we're, we're, we eat random <laughs> snacks and we literally talk nah, with a. Uh, like a bootleg system here. Uh, alhamdulillah our equipment is
1: pretty good. Whoa, 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 it's not bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have you know that it, this Ver- is the Verizon, finest, first of all, this is
3: the finest equipment. Okay. First of all, Ver- <laughs> Ver- Verizon does a came, good job. Verizon came with his signature red Verizon sweater. Okay. Verizon sweater. Verizon sweater. Verizin. Right, and he's got his Verizon headphones on, bright red. So why do you say Verizon? So that's little, how When I look at it That's how it should be pronounced And and I just don't I don't follow the crowd If everyone's saying Verizon Wait well, there's no reason For that I to be
2: uh, Verizon
3: Yeah it, don't, Verizon. don't try to make
1: sense of it I mean honestly How, is, how <laughs> you should you It should no. be named Bankrupt Verizon
3: <laughs> he said it should be named Horizon. <laughs> First of all I wouldn't even like spell horizon. it
2: It's not a real word Like oh. Horizon It's spelled It is spelled, I mean, like yeah. it is spelled uh. horizon though No it's spelled with an E yeah, it's Verizon. Verizon. It should be horizon. horizon, like Yo, horizontal. They're getting yes.
3: way too many name drops out of this podcast. So unacceptable. No, no. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> even though this is not
2: an actual thing that we believe in hundred percent the way that it's sold, but we should be saying evolution, not evolution. That's true. Because you it's don't evil. evolve; you evolve. Yeah, and it is yeah. evolution.
3: And and what I'm saying is horizon, Verizon, mm. Verizon. They didn't. It doesn't match. They put but it an does, e. Though. No, they put it's V E R. Horizon is H-O-R. That's true. Right? Mm. So it's Verizon. It's Verizon, right? (laughs)
1: ( climbedlikas) Verizon. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Verily. So So
0: there was a point you were going to make before we close. My point
3: was, uh, personally speaking, don't want to be one of these types who uh, is like that. I just didn't feel comfortable with it. So I'm just experimenting, written word, voice, right? And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, what happens if, if fame is not our goal? To reach is not our goal. Quality is the goal, right? Right. Quality is the goal, right? So, um, and also, you know what a lot of people do? They try to take a lot of pictures of their operations and make people jealous, right? (laughs) (laughs) right? And Iman doesn't work like that. You can do that if you work for like a car company or something, right? Or a tourist company. Islam doesn't like that. Allah doesn't like that feeling in people. Right? Mm. And he wants people to focus. If you got the image, then it's TV. No, he wants you to focus on the meaning, right? No, and he no, wants no. you to be humble. If you represent Allah, he wants you to be humble. He does not want you to be some fancy operation, right? He wants you to be humble, right? Because, think about it, have you ever, gone to a, have you ever imagined going to a Nabi, a prophet, and feeling, oh my gosh, this prophet is such a great life. And I'm garbage. No. In fact, <laughs> right, in fact, if you imagine yourself going to any prophet, you will leave his hut and say to yourself, my wow. goodness, the test that he has in his, his life. life. Right? You never envy them. Now we have this lifestyle of the da'iyah, which is an envy. It's an envy. First class tickets, $30,000 to hang out at a conference,
2: Right? This is not work, right? Uh, Abdul Shakur yeah. Brooks. He was posting about this. He said he was <laughs> in Malaysia and he loved it, and it was beautiful. But the one issue he had is that they would like anybody that came from outside Malaysia, thousands of dollars, as long as they were foreigners. Unbelievable. Right? Where meanwhile yeah. they have local on their who yeah. are like serious, like the real deal. Yeah, and they just can't even give a desk. Yeah, and I, and I'm, and I'm <laughs> it's telling, not it's nonsense. That's how it is. Yeah.
3: That's that's how it is. So so will the audience be the same? Probably not. But who we do reach it'll, I hope, it'll have a deeper impact, right? Sure. And that's the thing, and, and I just felt like you know, it's always you're, you're trying different things, looking at different things and even in Islam, you realize maybe this is not good for our our spirituality to be so out there with your face out there, and why? You know, you don't need to be a celebrity. I really just think about the way uh, Sheikh Nuh does things, and I read his book See Without Shore, it was the first I read a lot of his things this thing just struck at me, like it went so deep. The stories that he told of his mishaykh. I Thought to myself, that's really what I want. It's a decision, right? I want to try to be emulate those right. footsteps. Really far from it, far from it, right? But at least to be in the ball game, you right. know, to be somewhere in that vicinity of focusing on our taqwa, right? Focusing on our uh, the real thing more so than the image. Of the Dao Right The image yeah, of the Dao Of course The image of Elm The likes and the posts And the hits and the whatever <laughs> right? and, and, and you know
2: what The thing is If if you want to get hated on Don't worry it'll come Yeah
3: No matter what kind of work you're doing Yeah that's right? true And I got my dose early Alhamdulillah I was Like I got my dose early If you know what a lot of people They get it yeah. They got it Right yeah. I I got my dose early And I got my dose on something I would do it again A hundred thousand times Right with uh, the the study Quran operation, right? Uh, right? I got my dose early, so I'm like, I'm not all about this life, you know. I'm not all about like uh, fighting people, right? I'm not getting into tussles online. I hate this online stuff. Now Jonathan Brown's getting it, right? And yesterday Hamza Yusuf got it. He got mm-hmm. it like two times. But well, what his happened
0: life. yesterday
2: with Hamza Yusuf? No, no, no like I'm no, saying, yesterday, wanna... oh, yesterday, oh, yesterday yeah. Recently, yeah. metaphorically with the oh, wrist. And now Jack, uh, Jack Brown. Jack Brown's getting. He's getting, it. getting a hard for saying something John, perfectly Jonathan, reasonable. Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan Brown. Yeah, well, yeah they call him Jack. They oh, call really? Him. Yeah. really? Yeah, everyone really? calls him Jack. What? Wow. You know? Re- yeah. So he he says something perfectly reasonable. Sorry, Jonathan A.C. Brown. <laughs> 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 um, PhD. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give him his full uh, doctor. Um, who his, I read his paper. It's perfectly yeah. fine. It's I correct.
3: And it's legit. And he's just making. I didn't read it, but what I was told of it, I would only make one comment you you you're, never, you're always going to fail when you make a subjective claim like so if if it's true that fact that he said that for example women didn't really care you can't say women cared about consent that's subjective you don't you cannot know that right that's sure. all, so so th- but it thing. That's that's I think that's he was
2: thing. just saying and i i think what he was saying is he was he was making the point that that this is way off topic yeah so maybe we'll finish this some other time yeah, yeah. another time but yeah. i
0: think i think we'll wrap this one up plus I don't want to get into some controversial yeah. thing on that. Yeah.
2: I will say <laughs> 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 just one last thing. Yeah. Is that when you're talking when you're looking at a world in which your choices are A or B, yeah. This is not about consent. It's about are you going to be left out in the desert, yeah. not even a town to be, you know, you're off to nature and highway ban- bandits or join mm-hmm. a family. Yeah. And by joining the family, you're consenting to. Yeah. Right? So that's the kind of consent that, that, that I think they were talking, that's about what in that, talking about in that context. Just yeah. You try to put that in, an, in America in the 21st century, well, you're an idiot for trying that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're an idiot for trying yeah. that. Like, you're not getting it.
3: I, I want to uh, say two things about it. Number one, uh, whether or not, let's say, some of the things were subjective, statements that were subjective, that could be right or wrong I mean we're all human beings right I support the guy I know the guy right I love the guy Jonathan Brown I support the guy It doesn't necessarily mean every single thing in his statement that I would agree with at least what I received I didn't hear it I don't have time to read and, uh, and hear these things right but that's the one thing <laughs> the second thing is the second thing is if people are talking about slavery because a lot of people came back to me and said well we can't say it's haram right here's the thing if slavery if the world comes back to a time when people have slaves and slavery is out there. Everyone will have slavery, including people who have no law and they will be trying to pick up your daughters to be their slaves as well. Slavery, if it comes back, it's not like, oh, only the Muslims will be having concubines and everyone else is like all democratic. No, sorry. If the world reduces to becoming, having slavery again and you should pray that it doesn't because everyone will be taking slaves and they will be going after your wife and your daughter, right? If that's the world that we live in again. So this is a keep in mind for people who are, have this fantasy of having concubines as that's their discussion of slavery, <laughs> right? Because no. I, the other day a guy came up to me and said, you know, brother, we got to talk about the slavery thing. can't say it's haram, right? I'm saying, look, Akhi, this is not something where it's going to be like for fun, right? This is a world that used to exist that way. And this is why the Prophet I said, said, brutal said world, him said, oh, brutal world. a really rough world. This is why the Prophet said, him said a woman does not travel, a full day without her mahram why? because she could get captured as a slave right? Mm-hmm. you want you want that world right? where your wife and daughter can be captured as a slave right? is that A'udhu the world A'udhu that billah. you want? so you, you should often just say alhamdulillah that we're not in that type of world right? but uh, so again that's just two, two comments because people kept coming to me about the slavery thing uh, just two comments about that and you know that's so, my two cents in.
0: Alhamdulillah so let's close up thank you mm-hmm. everyone for a wonderful episode and an evening Alhamdulillah exactly.
1: thank, well, you, thank, it. You it. thank you for sharing the analysis be Alex cool and well alhamdulillah done Alhamdulillah for joining us so Alhamdulillah cool. you got a page
3: of notes did you read most of your
1: notes brothers uh, I think we're not really off topic but alhamdulillah, I think, <laughs> I think he, we got most of them, though. No, you did, bro,
3: Bilal. You did a great job, man. The bench is really warm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yo, I played uh, right bench today and the podcast, Bilal. <laughs> What's your last name, Bilal? Oh, no, my last name is Mjed. Bilal Mjed. All right. My full name is Muhammad Bilal We should do a,
2: a, a like a whole Shakespeare play. Oh, that'd be yeah.
3: dope. I'd be down for right. that. I need to get my Cliff Notes for that. <laughs> okay. No, no, I actually, them. I watched
2: Thug Notes. V- Brian. <laughs> 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 By the way, Verizon fell asleep as soon as I said it. He was like, Come "Oh on, my God, bro!" Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much.